0: Best, not miss well, motherfucker, motherfucker. Welcome, welcome to the party pal the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed welcome to the party pal as a proud member of the Osiris media Group learn more about Osiris at osirispod.com today We discuss and get excited about a bounty of excellent television coming our way. You know what we're doing here, not going to waste too much time on the intro, breaking down some of the best shows coming our way in 2024. And to help me do that, I have Ryan O'Connell back on the program. Let's dig in to all the goodness. Ryan, welcome back to the party. Uh, Happy, I know it's late. According to Larry David Rolls, (laughs) I should not be saying this, but happy new year, sir. Happy new year to you. I'm excited to talk about this with all going on in this um this year. I, I know we've kind of talked about dreading dreading fall and dreading certain <laughs> things this this Look, year. Everything is going to be
1: wonderful and fine this year.
0: That's the positivity we need yeah. And, and, yeah. and but we always talk about what these what all this entertainment whether it's the film or television shows we talk about here like what they do for us for escapism with getting lost for for the enjoyment they give us each year so. Let's just, um, let's start, I don't know where to start, because it's crazy how much, um, you know, when you do the research, as you prepare for something like this, how many productions are in the works that are getting released this year. I saw, I've been reading articles that the, some of the, the, um, you know, these streaming services are actually pulling back a little bit and the production numbers are going down. I can't tell that by how much uh, of a bounty we have to dig into. Uh yeah. um, were you finding the same thing Were you kind of in awe of what you were learning is coming out this year?
1: Well, I think what tilts the scales a little bit is like the people involved in what's coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, it's like, oh, Clive Owens on a show. It's like, totally. oh that's that's kind of a big deal. Or like Robert think, or,
0: Jr.'s in multiple shows. Like
1: Yeah, or like yeah. Masters of Air has Elvis. Yeah. yeah. And uh
0: the Penguin, Fair. another example, and we'll get into all these a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, so
1: I think it's it's one thing for all, like, these shows that look really fun and interesting, but then you, like, you look at the actors and you're, like, oh, my goodness, like, you're, it's just, I don't know, I think we've reached that, we, I think we're past that point where yep. it's, like, there's no line of demarcation Yeah. between, yeah. like, the quality, like, these, like, prestige shows, there's no, like, downshift from them to like, movies, you know? It's, Absolutely. It's like cool man they're just good projects to be on
0: definitely definitely yeah I mean even not even just the actors are talking about who's making these shows the directors and who's working on them yeah and I think that's something I'm glad you brought that up immediately it's something I think when we point to the excitement of these shows we are going to be talking about cast a lot because it's just it's 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 pretty incredible let's mm-hmm. start with um there's a couple you know doing this on uh, you know third week in in January uh, there's a few already kind of kicked off that that I you know know I was excited about um. True Detectives, obviously, the first one. I think that was the first uh, uh, series that people were really pumped about this year. Um, you know, it's already off and running. Um, Jodie Foster's out there doing Jodie Foster things. She's awesome. Um, I know you've seen the first one. Two episodes are out now. Are you enjoying that?
1: I am. I watching the first one. It was just like cool. Let's get into the weird shit. Like the weird darkness. Totally. I'm down with it. Like creepy. Give me like it's just I. It's I like that it was it reminded me more of the first season. Yeah. Which was fun. And I think it's similar to and I haven't finished the season of Fargo yet where we're still plugging through it. Yep. But I like that this season of Fargo reminded me of like the first one again. Great. And that they brought back some of just the creepy, unsettling vibes. Totally. Which that's what made the first season of True Detective so much fun is that it just kind of freaked you out a little bit. Yep. Yeah. And it was just super creepy. And it was dark, and I don't know what Matthew McConaughey was saying most of the time, (laughs) but it was very like foreboding. Uh Just you know, just kinda and it's like cool, Sunday night. This is a weird way to kick off the
0: week, (laughs) but that's fine. And there's a lot of different ways to shake off the Sunday scaries, and that'll do it.
1: Yeah, and I think also like with the first season of trajectory, like the setting, like how it was so deep in Louisiana Mm. was so like visually interesting. Mm -hmm. And um with this season it's like the dark alaska like this it's just like the snow and how the so like how the boots sound walking across the snow and how everyone's just got layers on and just like it's just it's visually interesting and i think that's things that the second and third season didn't have as much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is like that sense of place like i don't even remember the the second well the, the second one was junk the third season was the ozarks right of the Ozarks?
0: Uh yeah, were they down there? That's that's I, I think... kind of enjoyed that in certain ways. Yeah.
1: It was cool. I mean, I think partially it was fun lot. because it was just better than the second season. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh thank goodness. Like it was a sense... below. It is yeah. it is
0: well. I think the setting uh really contributes a lot to it. It's uh the darkness, how you know, this I mean they're getting like lunch and it's already dark and you are just like forget yeah. about that. But like just like these people doing creepy things or experiencing creepy things makes much more sense when you're dealing with like a, a, a landscape or a place that's just dark the entire time. I mean, yeah. just to me, just I've, I've seen two episodes and won't spoil anything, but um, it's it's just true detective through and through. And it's like you're saying, true detective, meaning season one, it's got all the surrealism. It's got all the symbolism. You know, there's you'll see more as you move forward. Um, it's It's got the tortured detectives, um, really. Yeah. You know, there's a lot they are unpacking with their lives that they're bringing into their cases. And also, it just, uh, the whole feeling of having so many questions after each episode. <laughs> just yeah. Like, Which I think you know? that's
1: fun. Like, that's always yeah. like a fun thing is to have that, like, the element of the companion piece yep. to some of these shows. It's like, mm-hmm. well, Game of Thrones was so much fun because you'd watch an episode and then you'd have like your two or three recaps yeah. that you'd go to, your go to, yep. and maybe your one or two podcasts you'd go to because like you just wanted to like almost like keep the conversation going
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and so through detective it's like it's not over when it ends yeah it's like you're immediately like oh i'm gonna go see what alan seppenwald says yeah. about it Yeah, and then there's definitely some deep dive piece that's gonna be like did you notice like yeah oh the window sh- the window shade was three quarters of a way up what does <laughs> that mean and you're like oh i didn't even think about that
0: I'm definitely and, not catching the Easter egg ca- that these people are catching. That's right. It's fun. It's, it's exactly yeah. the exact thing. I'm going to look into that and be like, damn, you know, but I, yeah. I think there's so much like just on the surface with these cases and just the weirdness to unpack that it's hard for me to really dig deeper. And I, I respect people that can and, in, in that, in that realm. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Another one that's just already started um, that I was looking, really looking forward to is called death and other details. I just love um, Mandy. Um, Patinkin, <clears throat> so much.
1: Oh, that that's the show where he's like the detective? He's the
0: detective on a boat, yeah. like, which I think is like a really, really cool vehicle uh, for him. I've only seen um, a couple episodes. i it's, He's so great. I was just, it was just kinda so, so. I got a funny little story I'm gonna share. The uh, I was upstate not long ago um, and I went out to dinner and I happened to be seated next to Mandy and his family. Oh. And it turned out to be Mandy's birthday. And we got to sing along with him and his family <laughs> for his birthday. And um and then even as he was getting out of the chair, he put his arm on my shoulder, and he's like, "I'm like, happy birthday, Mandy." And he's like, "He's like, thank you very much." It was, uh, you know, it's Mandy. He's special. Wow. Yeah.
1: Saul from Saul from Homeland.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, 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 I mean, *Princess Bride*. It doesn't get get better That's than that. I um, mean, so ba- yeah. Ba- yeah. based based
1: solely on your Instagram, I'm curious to know what you ate that night.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> that's just what i yeah. want to know as yeah. someone who doesn't go out to dinner a lot i think i live vicariously through like the places you go i'm like that's what i'm here oh, for that, looks that, <laughs> looks, that looks good that looks
0: good i just i i love it like i love looking at people's food and i just i'm sure there's people that's pretty obnoxious but you know not they're listening at mike shizza come see the food pics come see the <laughs> <Yeah>. concert pics <laughs> it's, I, that's that's what i got going on you'll see my yeah. dog lunch as well too yeah um i can't think of anything else that uh is like kind of up and running right now. I know Clive Owen's got a new show. I haven't dug into it yet. Yeah. Uh, but what, uh, I'd love to hear. What are you like most excited for? Um,
1: I think the I think the, the thing that has me most fired up is that Masters of the Air. Yeah. Because, I mean, going back to, like, it's the guys that, got, that did Band of Brothers. Can I so ask you something not,
0: real quick? Yeah. Didn't we yeah. bring this up? Last year when we did this episode was I feel like we mentioned it thinking that it was coming out last year. Am I wrong about that? I think, I think it was. So. Yeah. So it's yeah. finally coming. It's coming like in in like a week or so. It's soon.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's uh, end of January I think they okay. said.
0: Okay. So no. Um sorry to interrupt you.
1: No, no, it's all good. I mean, <laughs> I repeat myself a lot, so
0: <laughs> <stand>. <laughs>
1: Um no, I just think, you know, Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, The Band of Brothers like I remember watching Band of Brothers Senior year of college when it came out, yep, and I just went all in. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I thought it was amazing. I had like effed up like war dreams, yeah, with like buddies of mine dying. it was like it got very visceral <laughs> like into my head. But then like I couldn't let it go. And then like it was the first when I bought a deep my DVD player, like with like, what up tax money? When I first got like a tax <laughs> money. I like that, that was what I bought. I bought like the DVD set and everything. And I just like I couldn't get enough of it. And I thought the Pacific was super cool. Yeah. And I just think what and like even going back to saving Private Ryan, like what those guys do with like the war genre is I think it's just on a level of its own. Like it's yes. it's kind of I mean, like it's like when you watch like 1917, you're like, oh, this is a different year totally. for the war then. Yep. And I'm into it. With this, I just think. I don't know. I just like the history. The, the cast looks cool. I'm curious if Austin Butler still get, still has the Elvis accent or not. But <laughs> it's good like, on him if good on him if he does. Yep. I just think that based on the track record, I just I'm just curious. I think like the whole like air warfare. Yeah. Of World War II is just oh, fascinating.
0: It's nuts to me how many people were yeah. flying, how how that, how that how that whole thing works. <laughs> flying yeah, just, enough as is, and then they're angling around trying to like, you know, take each other out. It's nuts. I really just,
1: Yeah, and just like, oh, just leveling a whole town. And just the defense systems and everything that went with it. Yeah, Um, I was like, I think I was reading a book about Churchill months ago, and there was a lot about that involved with it. Like just, and I just—it's just fascinating to me. I'm excited.
0: The pedigree me there me. that you're talking about—I mean, it's, it's almost yeah. a way it can't be good. Yeah. It's just they—they yeah. they have such reverence for all their characters. I mean, it's not only are they bringing the story to life. There's like the, the camaraderie of of all the people involved that that they have go to war together is amazing. I mean, Colonel Winters is always going to be one of my favorite characters slash people ever. Like yeah. really, I was super super inspired by him. Yeah. Amazing. I, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to that. And we're yeah. not going to wait long, which is great. Um, yeah. I know I said recently, um, when we kind of wrapped up our best of shows, I was saying that I was kind of uh, surprised how much I was going to Apple TV and how it became a must have. But the only other one I found that I was really, really excited besides Masters of Air on Apple TV, and I might be wrong as we go through and you bring some things to light, but uh, there's a show called Disclaimer coming out. And just get this, I, I know we were talking about cast already, but Kate Blanchett, Kevin Klein, Sasha Baron Cohen, and Leslie Manville, uh, and it's written and directed by Alfonso um, um, Coron. what did I get his name wrong? No, Alfonso uh, Coran, yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. Just, he, yeah, he's just, I mean, he's just un, unbelievable, I can't believe, I actually can't believe, he seems like one of those people that's like too good for uh, television, but you're right, yeah. That doesn't exist anymore, you know. So, so it's about uh, a famed journalist who learns um, her deepest secret is going to be revealed in a new book, and it's, that's all I really have on it. Just this is one I'm just Kate on the small screen is just mind blowing to me, and uh, yeah. the rest of that cast and bring it on, you know, whatever it is. Well,
1: I think it's fun because it's like for these, you know, Kate Blanchett's and Alfonso Cuarón's and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, it's this opportunity to like. Get like get like really tell a bigger story. Yep. You know where for the longest time it was just for them it was like movies
0: are bust. So yeah,
1: yeah. Well, unless you're Martin Scorsese, who I think is the only person out there who can pull off a three and a half hour movie.
0: James James Cameron's getting away with it these days.
1: He is. Although I watched like the second Avatar, and I was like, those parts <laughs> I was like, I don't, what's going on? <laughs> but whereas like Killers <laughs> of the Flower Moon, was yeah amazing
0: and just but yeah. like
1: but i think it takes a special talent to be able to tell a story that big yeah absolutely so with some of these people it's like listen i get to have six or eight episodes mm. to really like let things breathe and tell a bigger story and maybe you get to like peel off subplots that you wouldn't be able to get to, get to yeah. in a movie mm. by like doing this and it's like why not yeah. like it's, it's cool it's like a fun resource it's like why wouldn't you go in that
0: direction yeah yeah tell, tell a longer story there's a far less constraints there's absolutely yeah. far less constraints um, so we're gonna be talking about a lot of newer shows I'm sure but I mean there's a couple of heavy hitters coming back and, and one yeah. of the one of the shows I'm most excited for um, is it's time to finish stranger things I, I'm a big stranger oh. thing, things fan that's 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 I know I, th- I know they're still working on it so I'm you know I don't know if things got backed up um, I've seen production pictures lately, but I'm pretty sure they're they're pretty set on having it this year. It's time to time to see where you know if they're able to take that home in a cool way. It's been a great show. I got a great bond with my daughter over it. She's super excited. It's it's, it's something yeah. I'm really excited for this year.
1: That'll be fun. I think yeah, that's one of those shows like you kind of forget about
0: absolutely, but then Sorry. when
1: it comes back, you're like, oh, this show's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it big, is. And like, that's that's the thing. That's the word to describe it. It's there's there's not not taking you know not thinking about it much later there's not that much depth even though people act like there might be you know within the nerdy realm it's just a yeah. good time no
1: it's we're a, just we're just we're just kids having fun here
0: we're just kids having fun and okay. if, yeah, it brings back those nostalgic feelings of not only being a kid but like watching movies about kids and the goonies and the whole thing it's, really, oh, it's all oh, there it's all there yeah
1: i think I imagine they'll probably shoot for like fall
0: yeah 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 i yeah. think it's yeah. summer but i think i think fall's you know expected yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm really ready for House of the Dragon at this point. I'm ready for it. I mean, it's, 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 yes. it's, it feels like there's been a, a good amount of time bef- between, you know, when that came out. I'm going to need a full rewatch. Um, and I know from, I, I'm pretty sure they're done. And I know, you know, people have different opinions about this, the time jumping thing. But I think season one was all about setting up, getting to a certain spot in that story and going from there. So I think the time jumps behind us and they can really dig into the story that they, they, they wanted to tell this whole time. So I'm yeah. just, uh, I'm ready for some more got in my life.
1: No, 100%. Um, yeah, and I think it's enough time. Is I'm not saying there was like, I'm not going to go so far as say there was like a stink from the first season.
0: Yeah. But right. it's
1: definitely like some people. You, you, yeah, you didn't walk away from it like just slack jaw, just be like, oh my goodness, I was, you know, like, okay, let's take some time, and you know that that first season was just them doing the work, yeah. you know, it was like when you go to college and, like, you need your first year and a half just mm-hmm. to, like, bang out some requirements, Yep. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh my goodness, yes, I'll do expository writing, and mm-hmm. I'll take a science class, and but I just want to get to the point where I'm going to dive into the classes for my major, yeah. and, like, get cranking on that stuff. And I think that's where we are now. I feel like I do, I think I saw something about they're not really doing the time jumps, mm-hmm. which is great because that got great. way too excessive.
0: It did. It did. Changing, um, changing the time jumps uh, required changing the actor, and that's that's yeah. jarring. And that did. It was happening multiple multiple occasions.
1: It's hard to do in one season. Yeah. Because like you kind of get like connected to someone, and then like all of a sudden they're gone. And um, I yeah, think they were building just, a
0: foundation. They were absolutely yeah. building a foundation. You had to go through that process with them.
1: Yeah, and so I think I'm excited to get back. I mean, that kind of connects like another show I'm excited for, but just in general, I'm ready to go back to Westeros. Let's yeah, do it to it
0: totally. Yeah. So you want to talk about Three Body Problem? Like I, I I could is that what you're saying with the connection?
1: No, oh. no, oh, um, with the, the no. regime? No, uh, a Knight of Seven Kingdoms, the Hedge Knight.
0: Oh, go on. It's a,
1: it. It's um. Hold on one second. I gotta let the dog out. Totally. Sorry about that. He no, does this thing where season. he stands by the door, yeah, and, like scratches at the door. Yeah. and no, I, I saw you. Look, the... I saw you
0: look over a couple of times. I'm sure it's like yeah.
1: And then I open the door, out. and then he just he just looks at me, and <laughs> so like... then I close the door. It's, this happens throughout the morning.
0: Um Send him my birthday wishes.
1: Oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The big man's one. Um. No, it's. I think it's. You ever hear like the the whole like story of like Dunkin' Egg? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I.
1: Th- that's what I think this is. It is the hedge knight? so uh, the hedge knight is a knight with no master so and so it takes place basically right in between house of dragon and game of thrones
0: is this happening this year i think so yeah
1: yeah it's on on a list it's it's
0: real a list on the internet
1: yeah when has the internet ever lied to
0: us um that's amazing
1: if that comes out cool because again like I'm still down with Westeros. Me too. Sounds like yeah. I mean it's a terrible place, but it's very yep. interesting from Hold afar. On. Yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. <laughs> absolutely. No, I'm a huge GOT fan, and that's why it, it was surprising to me, like that I wasn't, and maybe expectations were too high um, going into House of the Dragon that I wasn't floored. But that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm ready to go back to Westeros. I love it there.
1: When I think so without with them having gotten you know, their P's, like their P's and Q's together and they've done yep. the work and all that stuff. Yep. Now I feel like, cool, let's settle in and get into it. Yeah, Because part of what made at least the first two-thirds of Game of Thrones uh-huh. awesome was that they weren't afraid to take their time yep. and let things like unspool and have these long conversations Definitely. and get into the nitty-gritty so you really see. And then that was, that's also, that always made like the payoff yep. so much better because it was so well-earned.
0: Yeah. I mean I and, always I always talk about how I always loved almost more than the bigger moments the time in between the bigger moments with the characters and as yeah. like that was really Yeah cuz
1: they how they worked in tandem so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know it's um you know like it just like the hard home, I don't want to get too down this road but like <laughs> the hard home episode with like the white yeah. walker attack like yeah. that's amazing but like the, part of what makes that episode great is like that crazy battle part isn't uh, until like the 45 minute mark. Yeah, totally. But everything up to that point, which is really just talking in rooms, uh-huh. is amazing.
0: Totally. Yeah, and then
1: the dogs start barking, and you're like, "Oh, shit's getting crazy." It's yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Long story short, Game of Thrones. What's it
0: called? Numbers. What's it called again?
1: I think A Knight of Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight. Going to be right. on Max.
0: Okay. Great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what I was referring to is uh, Benioff and Weiss are back with a big, big show on Netflix called. Uh, Three-body problem. Um, it looks it looks pretty big in scope. The trailer looks good. It's um it's a show about how the tra- the traumatic. I'm gonna read exactly their tagline. <laughs> how the traumatic past and decisions of an astrophysicist in the 1960s come back to haunt a team of modern day scientists and uh, threatens the future of humanity. So if you know it's 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 intriguing. It and, you know I'm I'm. I'm re- I'm rooting for them because they've given me so much joy, uh, you yeah. know. And it just it's it looks like a very, very ambitious uh, show in scope and in production wise. But uh, they've handled big scopes before and ambitious shows before, so this should this should be interesting. This is a big one for Netflix.
1: Yeah, because it's interesting. You know, I think you talk about like oh, like House of Dragon. It didn't necessarily have like a stink on it, but you needed time away from it. I think that could also be said for off and Weiss, yeah yeah because, like, you know again like the first two-thirds of game of thrones
0: mm-hmm.
1: amazing and mm-hmm. how they pulled that off like mm-hmm. how could you not think of like the logistics involved they were yeah. like in like five different countries different climates all this crazy stuff going on and i just think it's i think we forgot how impressive that was yeah because they kind of biffed
0: the landing. It got, it, got, it got taken for granted after after they yeah. didn't like blow everyone's mind things you know and you're right the like the behind the scenes making of uh, Game of Thrones was like almost uh, you know as much watched television as the shows It's just phenomenal what they were doing it's crazy yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, another one that's also seems really really big in scope is um, Shogun on FX uh mm-hmm. if if anyone out there who's listening hasn't seen know about this or seen the trailer go check the trailer i just it's it's amazing it's a 10-part historical epic epic based on uh the 1975 novel by james Clavell. it's uh it's fx's biggest and most ambitious production ever according to them they're throwing a lot at this and you know it's kind of in the the samurai type world um but it just it looks phenomenal fx like hbo has a lot of my trust just what they put out is just just fantastic so that's that's another big show one of, that's one of the biggest productions of the year coming our way
1: yeah i mean like I, I think i said earlier we're currently watching the new season of fargo yeah and yeah there's like every time a shogun commercial comes on oh yeah my wife and i say almost at the same time like oh, i'm really excited for that one yeah oh, cool. that one looks good like yep. it's just that's what that show could be called like the show we see before Fargo, definitely it gets us fired up. Like
0: of of the fact that people watch Fargo to push this one. This is this yeah is part of the plan. You know,
1: it just looks incredible. Like it just looks massive and mm. super cool.
0: Yeah, and I'm yeah. never sure who's going to be into that type of world. It can be kind of specific, but it just this one just looks like kind of much much watch TV across. But it's one of those things. I'm I'm assuming you know. I always tell people who weren't into Thrones, I was just like, it's not about you know the the swords and and the knights and stuff. But there's there's yeah. a real humanity, there's a real story they're telling here, and I can almost feel that that might be the same vibe with this one.
1: Yeah, I think it's because it's like the heavy genre stuff. Yeah, like you just think like like with Thrones, oh, I don't do science fiction fantasy. Yeah, which always the counter was like, oh no, my friend. Yes. Yeah. it's, it's <laughs> more than that. Exactly. With this one, it's like, oh no, I don't really do samurai stuff yeah. and. I could see like two or three episodes in, and you have that same conversation.
0: Like, no, that that was exactly
1: samurai stuff, but it's also much more than that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me steer the ship one more time to uh, another FX show, uh, the Feud show, Ryan Murphy's Feud series. I never watched the first season, but they have one coming this year, um, Capote uh, versus the Swans, Um, Mm -hmm. and this uh, this is a cast one too. This is the Swans. You know, this is it's about Truman Capote. And the swans are get this: Naomi Watts, Diane Lane, Chloe Sevigny, Clarissa Flockhart, Demi Moore, and Molly Ringwald. And uh, uh Tom Hollander is playing Capote. It just it, it it looks like they really really went for it here. Um, and just I don't know it it's again a, a cast will a cast like that mammoth is gonna pull me in, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I think that starts pretty soon as well.
1: Well, I think also Ryan Murphy like. That dude doesn't mess around. Like I don't does, know how he does it. How does he, he do does this he does his cool stuff? Like yep. he did the OJ show and uh-huh. Versace was cool and yep. I don't know. He just somehow gets these juicy historical yeah. like acts and makes them like a great ten episode show.
0: Totally. And he can almost get like anyone to work with him these days. It's just seems, yeah. And I just I don't know how someone like him who's the why is it banking the yellowstone writer who also just he cranks out you know show after show. i don't know oh, this i don't know I, I'm, it's we're blanking hard um but uh it's just it's just unbelievable that you can tell this many stories and just crank out scripts like this i've heard about people working with him talking about his his how easily you know I'm, you know easy is probably a strong word there but like how prolifically he is cranking it out this is like yeah. writing these things He's directing these things.
1: Yeah, I think oh, like for, most cases. for someone like for someone like him, like he just gets it. Yeah, he knows what the formula is. He knows like the beats he has to hit, and yep. he just he can go into it because he has like his foundation in place.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. What else you got? What you got on your end?
1: Um, Palm Palm Royal. It's okay. on Apple. It's Kristen Wiig and Laura Dern. It's in set in 1969 in Palm Springs.
0: Good, good. Sure. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Every time I, I see Kristen Wiig, I'm like, I want to see more of Kristen Wiig. In Lord I know, er-
1: I feel like she kind of popped up recently. Yeah. Like she showed up at SNL, mm-hmm. there was something, oh, I think it was the um, Kate McKinnon episode. It was. And then yeah. she presented at the Golden Globes
0: with Will Ferrell, and you're yeah. just like, ah. Oh. Christmas what a what a, what, a, what a wonderful little dance they did that evening. Yeah,
1: it was fantastic. Like I'm happy to have her come back in her life. Yep. Uh, Palm Springs. Last time it was like the Andy Samberg movie. That's I enjoyed fantastic. it. I that loved was great. it. You like it too? So yeah. The, yeah. So yeah, sure. I'm I'm down with that. That sounds like a fun one.
0: Yeah. I finally took your advice and um just just yesterday watched um who are the guys who kill on SNL each week. I'm really blanking on on words. Oh,
1: please today. don't destroy.
0: But yeah. I watched their movie. It's tons of fun. It's so much, Yeah, guys,
1: we were like randomly watching like Wayne's World a couple uh-huh. of days ago because it was just on like, you're ready to you go to bed and you're like, and I just like that's, that silly, dumb feeling is the, one of the reasons why I like the Please Don't
0: Destroy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's yeah, we, super silly. It's like, you're yeah. laughing, you're like, you feel like a
1: kid. Yeah, it's just fun, low stakes. It's just good time.
0: Yep. Wait, hold on. It was bothering me. Taylor Sheridan is the writer of the <laughs> Oh, okay. That was, that well was, I mean that was, that was in, me.
1: in general, like the Yellowstone universe is a little bit of a black hole for me.
0: It yeah. is. Me too me, me too. I enjoy it. Like he wrote Sicario and he's done some stuff, which I love, love. But like yeah that's just that is really it's not not my jam. Maybe if I dug into it, yeah, I would be. Um, well, I
1: feel like now it's too like insurmountable to yeah, get into.
0: Totally.
1: Because <laughs> there's like there's the yellow there's the show. And then there's the prequel, yep. but then I think there's also like a prequel of the
0: prequel. I think there is. And yeah, and so it's, it's just it's gotten show or something. Yeah, I don't the know. It's, too, it's expanding. It's too much. It's too much, but you know, I'm, I, people are enjoying it, and I'm happy that people are enjoying it. You know, yeah, that that's all that matters. And there's a good chance if I did dive in, that I would enjoy it too. That's just it just
1: yeah.
0: hasn't been a been something that that's drawn me in yet. Yeah. Um, to bring up somebody that I just think still it's amazing, you know, we've talked about Kate coming to the small screen, just like how crazy it is, these people are. I mean, I think it's wild that Colin Farrell Fer- uh, um, is revising his role as the Penguin for for an HBO Max show. Like that's that's really wild. The Penguins, uh, he you know, that comes from Max Reeves Batman, which I really really enjoyed. Um, he plays the Penguin. Um, it just again, it feels too. He always feels too good. I know he's done work on the small screen, but it just, it's just wild that he would take time to, to make a penguin show where I just think of, I think he's, his talent and his skill. I just enjoyed it more and more over the years where he's become like yeah. one of my favorites. And I, I didn't see that coming when I was first watching him as like an action star back in the day. He's super talented. It's eight episodes, you know, be a limited series. And it takes place over the course of um, one week which I really like something like that really confined and, and, you know, kind of, uh, it's, I'm sure it's origin story. Can't confirm that, but, uh, I'm in now, you know, that's, that's, I'm not huge DC person, but I love, I love the bat. I love Batman. And, um, I just think that that should be pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I'm curious about that one. Like part of me's there is part of me's like, Hey, I don't don't know why we're doing this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't, I don't think not everything needs a universe. Totally. You know, um, and I think I feel like it'll be it's complicated in the way that uh, Joker was complicated. Yeah. And that you're watching this, you're like, I'm not rooting for this guy, but then am I rooting for this guy? And no, I'm not rooting for this guy. And it's just penguin is just because I mean there's one thing to be going for like the
0: anti-hero, yeah. The antihero. Yeah, it's like I'm Yeah, because they have some goodness in them.
1: Yeah, like I, again, yeah. I've been rewatching The Sopranos and I've yeah. got all sorts of thoughts about Tony Soprano. But but with this it's like it's a straight up like villain. So I'm just yep. I don't know, I'm just kind of but at the same time I liked The Batman. I thought the tone of it was super cool. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to go back and do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, usually some messed up circumstances lead them down to darker paths. But they do reach that darker area where they are just a straight up villain and they are evil. And, you know, you can sympathize with how they got there. But it's still like there's, you know, you, it, it, there comes a point where you don't see the good in them. And then it's hard to root for. Then it's complicated.
1: Yeah. I mean, that one, the Penguin has, I'll probably watch that while traveling for work written yeah. all over it <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah away from the homestead away from the one yeah
1: like if i'm like bored in a hotel room or on a plane mm-hmm. then i could see myself watching penguin yep
0: that's yep. where that one is so on a little nerdy level just to knock these out real quick i'm definitely uh i'm excited for the new daredevil born again um i love charlie cox playing that character i really yeah. really do that's i love that they stuck with that because i'm you know it's it's the show's canceled or pushed off Side mm-hmm. and just like he's just perfect he's perfect for it um I enjoyed the Lord of the Rings um first season of Rings of Power um I don't even know how it hit I mean what a big production there but it had to hit good enough for them to want to do it again uh there's a bunch of Star Wars shows none of them jump out of me I just want Andor and man Mando back and I don't think that's happening yeah. this year and is was there any other uh really nerdy show you new Star Trek Discovery season five's coming squid games back umbrella academy season four so for the nerd stuff that's um there's there's plenty plenty to chew on there
1: yeah
0: um there's one big one i really want to bring bring up and this is like one of the ones i'm most excited for i've seen the preview for the sympathizer yet on max that's that's robert downey jr it's an a24 production uh he's in multiple role roles at least at least yeah. four which is really cool A chronicles of french Vietnamese communist spy in the final days of the uh of the Vietnam War I mean it looks terrific
1: yeah no like that's again that's like another fun one where it's like in the old days they would have maybe tried to make that a movie yeah and left 60 percent of the story on the floor yep and just focused on this 40 percent absolutely but now it's like cool let's do eight episodes or whatever it is yep. and Tell like the whole story and let Robert Downey Jr. just go Robert Downey all over the place. Totally,
0: give give me and give me all the Robert Downey. I mean, yeah,
1: no, that one looks fun. I like that
0: one. You know, that's I I mean, I enjoy I enjoy spies. I enjoy spies absolutely. Yeah, I don't support what they do.
1: I don't support what they do, but in a (laughs) pop culture standpoint. I'm all about it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. No, you making me thinking about kind of like these adaptations and what television can do. You think about so many times you've seen a book that you love, adapted it for the, you know, uh, for movies, and so much you walk away with, that's awesome, I'm glad they did that, but this was left out. This was left out. This was the, when you take a story, when you, uh, you know, uh, do the, to take a book and put it on the small screen, you have the ability to almost do the whole thing. I mean, even Percy Jackson's doing it right now, where they're actually just going chapter by chapter of The Lightning Thief on Disney. That's not something that was really going on too much in the movie. I think they nailed it for the most part, but what I'm saying is you have the ability to tell the whole story.
1: Yeah, no, it's, did you ever read the book Devil in the White City?
0: Of course I did. I was dying for, when they were talking about making, that would be a great one for a television series.
1: That's my, like that, whenever like that comes up on Twitter or whatever, and someone's like, oh, they need to make this a movie or they tried to and didn't work. I'm that's like, it. no, that's an eight episode series. That's it. Because yep. you like the whole thing is that you can't just focus on Holmes, the serial killer. Yeah, because and I'm biased because as someone who works in events, I think the World's Fair part is like, yeah. as interesting. I do, too. But that, it, that part is super interesting. Yep. Yep. And so like and you need to tell like and the whole reason why he was able to get away with what he did is because of that yeah so like you can't that's not a movie like that is like a whole show eight episodes let's do it totally and i understand it's a little more complicated than me just saying let's do it (laughs) um there's you know i get that you know but um at some point before i die if they could do that as a show that'd be awesome
0: yeah absolutely no Uh,
1: i'm not asking for a lot
0: yeah no no. (laughs) No. i mean martin and leo were attached to it for a while and it was like yeah. was just like bring it on, and like we were saying with Martin, I mean, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna skimp if he was going for it, and John yeah. not to. Did you ever watch um, the Night Manager?
1: Yeah, was that uh, Tom Hiddleston?
0: It is AMC. They're doing season two. I love that.
1: Yeah, with like the arms dealer.
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah. I thought season one like really, really was special, and uh, Hiddleston yeah. is back as Jonathan Jonathan Pine, so that's that should be really cool.
1: That was fun. I can remember thinking how interesting it was being an international arms dealer, yeah. <laughs> and how one gets into that racket. Oh, totally. like, to, like we're, Not that I'm thinking. going to, not that yeah. I'm going to.
0: Again, um, what you're saying about spies—it uh, goes for international arms dealers. I'm not yeah. into what you do, but you're yeah, yeah but on the point,
1: yeah, you make for good theater. Um, yeah, no, I think AMC had a little run where they did that, and then they did another one with like Florence Pugh. Where like she was like a spy or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what. It was. They had like this little run where they were doing like these like just fun like mystery thriller shows.
0: Yeah, like on the he- heels of um, you know, Breaking Bad, they had like they yeah. had a little cachet, had a had a little yeah. momentum, and they were doing some cool stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. were no, you no, talking about Hot and Catch Fire? No, it
1: wasn't you know that? Yep. There, but there, no, there was like it was like Alexander Skarsgård and Florence Pugh. Oh, and, like, that's ringing bells. I think it was like the first time i saw her in something yeah um that but either way night manager i thought was super cool
0: yeah it's coming back i think i I was so excited to see that i actually didn't think that that would um what do you think um i mean there's a lot of buzz around fallout on prime that's kind of a video game adaptation have you seen seen anything about it
1: it's i've uh, heard about
0: it it's a post-apocalyptic uh video game adaptation but you've seen some success there lately, but it's also you know we've seen many many failures there. Um, a big draw here is Walter Goggins, and if you do yeah. see the preview, it's worth checking out. Uh, he's kind of like this skull face gunks gung slinger. It looks like a wild role, but just more Goggins. Uh, always more Goggins. I just I, I
1: think he's in. Uh, he's going to be in the next season of White Lotus.
0: Yes, uh, that that White Lotus cast has me is is like it's looking it's looking flush. <laughs> it's looking yeah.
1: It's kind of like when they drop like a new David O. Russell movie now or yeah, something yeah. like that, and they're just like, "Oh, this guy's in it, and this person's in it, and this." One. And you're like, "Holy shit, good for It Doesn't that. even
0: look real. It doesn't look real. Yeah how it, how, how are these big heavy hitters going to bounce off each other? And yeah, they're they're making that work. Um, the uh, FX once again, the uh, the Veil. Um, I love Elizabeth Moss. It's a limited series from the Peaky Blinders creator, which is just oh, really? you know, I'm a Peaky Blinders fan. It's yeah. a globe trotting thriller between um, you know, uh, uh two women and one deadly secret. Um the the Piggy Blonders guy is Stephen Knight, I believe, but yeah. Elizabeth Moss, Stephen Knight, let's go. Let's just go. I mean deadly, deadly Deadly Secrets. Deadly sure, Secrets, why not? Yeah, exactly. Again, the Listen, of kind at stake. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean, from the jump, if you tell me it's a limited series, I'm interested. Right?
0: Right. Because
1: I think if there's any takeaway from this or like you know, we were talking about like the last year in TV is there's just a lot. Yeah. So if you can bang out a cool story in 10 episodes yep. and then we move on with our lives. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: No, I agree. You know,
1: like, it's like we're just talking about with like Yellowstone and stuff like that. I can't get into that now. Yeah. yeah. Like God knows, like I don't have like what 80 hours or something like that. Yeah. But like, oh, you should catch up on this limited series. Sweet.
0: Right. But wait, Down. wait, did you say six episodes? Even yeah oh yeah. Great. yeah oh
1: yeah yeah four to six for the british folks yeah great <laughs> stuff um yeah i love the limited series because then yep. it's also just like it's like it's finite you know it's done yep. you know we're not like waiting we, we move on with our lives
0: yeah it's i mean but it's interesting what we're talking about i'm gonna you know kind of run through a uh, a few more as we just kind of wind down here but i mean it's really the tip of the iceberg we're talking about. I mean, I'm sure someone else could do an episode like this and focus on a whole different slew of shows. Yeah. I was, I was coming upon that much and it, it was, it was pretty wild. Uh, um, I don't know if we're getting severance back this year. That's something I would be excited about that. The Apple TV show. Is that,
1: that coming? I thought that was up in the air if they were is doing a second. Season. I'll
0: just, I'm throwing it out there cause I, I, I heard maybe it is, I don't know. Um, there's a dune show on max, uh, which I, I'd be interested in to um what else uh mm.
1: have you have you heard of uh I got two for you yeah good job them one is uh manhunt okay you know, Apple TV it's about the aftermath of the Lincoln assassination
0: I did hear about this, this and so it, it's
1: basically like the detective story between booth and the attorney general, or whoever was in charge of the, the investigation to bring yeah. him in. And I just think, I remember watching a documentary about that years ago, and it was so interesting how, like, Booth disappeared and how, like, yeah. he's hiding out in various barns and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Um, Yeah, just given the timing of it all, like, he was the most wanted man in the, the country. Yeah. But, like, how many people really knew about it because of how news traveled? Totally. You know? Um. So that one looks really interesting. Yeah. I'm all for like the historical, you know, reenactment. Not reenactment. Definitely historical. Whatever. Pair um, of Give me a period yeah, yeah, that's cool. Cat and mouse detective story. Get you up. Yep. Let's yep. do it. Yep. <laughs> um, I like the Mid Atlantic region of yes. the country. It's great. Yeah, yep. I got some really. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah, you're you're checking so many boxes. That's great. Okay. Um, the other one is uh, Bodkin. It's on Netflix. It's an Obama production. It's a dark comedy. It's a thriller about podcasters going to Ireland to solve a mystery and discovering something greater going on. And yes. Will Forte is in it.
0: Oh, oh, please, please, yeah.
1: It it just seems like so weird and delightful. But the new
0: podcasters solving solving a mystery genre is, is becoming a thing. I'm yeah, watching a uh, murder uh, at the top of the world. Whatever that Clive Owen show. That's that's in the same yeah. vein right now. Yeah. yeah don't rush out I'm I'm not that that wasn't that that wasn't a suggestion I'm still still (laughs) up here in that one
1: that was a that was a mention it was not a (laughs) recommendation
0: exactly yeah Yeah. um one big one I almost let slip by that I'm really excited about before we before we go here is the the regime that's uh gonna be on HBO Max Kate Winslet back on the small screen always in a chancellor of an oligarchy that seems to be in its final uh you know moments of power sounds sounds kind of cool it's got some secession roots with the executive producers Frank Rich, and Will Tracy, uh, kind of showrunners here. Uh, Will Tracy actually he wrote a bunch of secession episodes, and actually, I believe he's behind the the movie The Menu that, that which is oh. very interested. Supposed to be just ripping with black humor, which makes sense who we're dealing with. Yeah, that, that that looks like a pretty big one as well. So yeah, that
1: one looks fun, and you know Kate Winslet, she's pretty good she's pretty good she's
0: pretty pretty good (laughs) she's not bad at all Um, yeah i mean the
1: last time she messed around
0: with hbo was uh what was the the philly it was marv east town
1: yeah and that did that did did good yeah that's not bad
0: not bad it It was good um
1: yeah no that one seems interesting and just you know any hint of succession i mean that's what Recently at the, the, the Emmys and the Golden Globes. I just miss
0: yeah. Succession. I miss it. It's it's its greatness seems to grow on me over time too. Yeah, I hope it's so okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, just I, I just do hope we yeah, mentioned
0: it before. You want you want to, you want to revisit it down the line and see where yeah, we're Yeah, <laughs> I just
1: I just want a like a short spoof. Like if they just yep. did like a if they just did like some sort of like joke where it was like a news show catching up on the Roy family yep. after like the fallout. Yeah. And yeah. did like a fake, you know, a fake like a mockumentary. Totally. Just a brief that, one. Yeah. Listen, if you're listening, have the idea. Run yeah. with it. Yep. Okay. That's, <laughs> it's yours. I'm throwing it out there. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And I think it'd be great.
0: Um, I got more on my list, but I think we're good. We get we plenty to chew on here. Any anything you need to bring up before we uh exit stage right here?
1: Well, the bear comes back this year, right?
0: It comes back, does it? Yeah. I think I hope so. That's that's, that's please. Please keep that just, momentum going. Did yeah. you? How unique was it that the Golden Globes were celebrating the Bear season two, yet the Emmys were celebrating the Bear season one? do you know that?
1: Yeah, it was very.
0: That was, was, was weird. You kinda
1: had to, to kind of split your brain a little bit. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And it just, and it just, it's like with the Emmys, it's interesting because it's like the next time they do it, I don't know when that's going to be. I mean, you got to think like, okay, so now we're going to celebrate the Bears season two.
0: Totally. It's going to feel far removed. It will probably be in season three.
1: Well, yeah. Well, like people even remember how good like the last season of Reservation Dogs was. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, so it's going to be like, it, that, that's going to take some like mental gymnastics.
0: Definitely. You got to gotta get, you gotta get that timing a little tighter. I mean, yeah. we even, uh, I know we're going to do an episode. Me and River Jordan talk about the best movies of 2023 as we kind of preview or uh, dissect the Oscars. And it's just that's starting to fall behind us a little bit now, you know? Like, yeah. oh, I mean, we're taking us into 2024 here.
1: Yeah, it's challenging. It's yeah. um, And then Curb Your Enthusiasm comes back.
0: Curb Your Enthusiasm. I can't, I can't believe I didn't lead with that. That's, I'm it's just so excited. The terrible. last season,
1: I think it's be great. Um great. It's just so weird that like Cheryl Hines is married to Ron <laughs> Kennedy Jr. Like, it's so strange. It's just, and he's such a weird dude. It's yep. just, um, but no, I'm excited for like another curb run. Yeah. I just, anytime, like in terms of like dynamic duos, it's like, yeah, I miss Tom and Greg.
0: Larry and Leon. Larry,
1: Larry and Leon. And it's Leon. just like, you know, it's like uh, Tyrion and uh, Braun. Braun, yeah. You know, like you think of like these just dynamic duos. These power
0: those, are couples. The bro, those are the best bromances ever you just mentioned. Ah, oh,
1: fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And Larry and Leon is like, anytime they're together, they could talk about whatever yeah anything yep the fact that my dog's probably trying to chew underneath the fence right now and make it so funny (laughs) funny.
0: you know i feel like i'm gonna really relish and enjoy it too knowing this is it too like there's just yeah just i'm gonna soak up every bit of it um i can't wait i'm uh, thank you so much for not letting us end this episode without talking about that
1: <laughs> oh, no i
0: would have had i would have had that moment later on like how did i forget curb
1: <laughs> do, uh, do like some some post editing or...
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. i'll slide it in <laughs> yeah, yeah. edit these myself so i think you can do it.
1: that with ai i don't really understand ai but i feel yeah. like that's uh in the possibilities
0: definitely uh, definitely and thank you for putting me on to some shows i didn't know about uh night of seven kingdoms and a bunch of other stuff that you mentioned. we have a we have a lot to hopefully talk about as the year moves on. So good yeah. stuff. I'm ready. Get you. Well thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you uh coming back on the program, rocking this again with me this year.
1: Hey, <laughs> no problem, man.
0: And thank you everyone out there for once again joining the party.